Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And it's time for our monthly slot with the Citizens Information Service. And today we're looking at medical cards and other HSC schemes. Anna Donovan is Development Manager with the South Munster Citizens Information Service based in Bantry. And Anne joins me. Good morning to you, Anne. Morning, Patricia. And uh, how are you doing? And how is, every, how is everybody getting on at the Citizens Information Centre? Ah, oh, good, uh, good, Patricia. Again, as as we say all the time, we 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 continue to be busy. Um, and I suppose the good thing, more and more, like our our offices are open for drop-ins and appointments, as well as being contactable by phone for those who can't come into the office. And uh, I suppose good news for any listeners in the McCroom area, because our McCroom office has now reopened for two days a week on Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh, fantastic! Is, uh, fantastic! Positive. That, that yeah. is yeah. great. Now today we're discussing medical cards and other HSE uh, schemes to assist with health cost. Can you start by giving me an overview of what it covers and who can apply for a medical card? Okay, so um, I suppose in a summary, really, if you have a medical card issued by the HSE you can get certain health services free of charge. And now normally your dependent spouse or partner and your children are also covered uh, for the same range of health services. So anybody who is ordinary resident in Ireland can apply for a medical card. So basically that means if you're living in Ireland and you intend to live here for at least one year, you're, you're eligible to apply. Now to qualify for the medical card, your weekly income must be below a certain amount for your family size because it is means tested. The only exception to that really is that people who are covered by EU regulations um, may have an entitlement that doesn't go through the means test, but everybody else is means tested. So what income is assessed when it comes to the means test? Okay, so they look at cash income. So uh, any sort of employment or um, social welfare payments, whatever, uh, savings, investments and property, except for your own home. That's never taken into, your own home is never assessed. But all the other things, so investments, any property, cash income, savings, they're taken into account. Um, Now, there are weekly income limits depending on your household size. And there are also allowable expenses, like which take into account things like if somebody has childcare costs, rent, mortgage payments, um, all of those will increase your income limits. Um, so, you know, are taken into consideration to see if you're eligible. Income from savings, investments or property of 36000 for a single person or 72000 for a couple are disregarded. And so I suppose it 
the means test can be daunting for people. So we would just say speak to your local citizens information centre to get more information on how the means test applies to your personal circumstances because everybody's going to be different because yeah. everybody's going to have different childcare costs, everybody would have different rent, mortgage payments, you know. So it's, so the, the main thing would be for someone to come and talk to us and we would do the means test with them. Now, if someone's only income is from a social welfare allowance or benefit or, or HSC allowance, they, they should be granted a medical card even though their payment may be over the income guidelines for their age and situation. So again, that's why I would always encourage people to talk to us, you know. Okay. And how are young people like those 16 to 25, and that that would include students, how are they assessed? Okay, so if someone's aged between 16 and 25 and they're dependent on a parent or guardian, but generally maybe they're a full-time student, um, you're eligible for a medical card if your parent or guardian has a medical card. Now, that doesn't apply if if the parent's income is above the means test and they have a discretionary medical card, which we'll talk about later. But if someone's already on their family's uh, card, they'll be sent their own card when they turn 16. Um, now, if the if the young person lives with their parent or guardian and they have an income over the medical income limit for a single person living with family, they're going to be considered financially independent. And then in that situation, the usual means test would apply. And if again, if the person if the person is aged between sixteen and twenty five, and they're not living with uh, or, or they're not dependent on their their parent, then they're considered as financially independent regardless of their income and their application. Then is assessed under the normal means test. Okay, because yeah, somebody up to twenty five could be out working, for example. Yeah, and they could, could be, have yeah, their so own job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so is is it easier for somebody over seventy to now qualify for a medical card? Yeah, so there is a more generous means test if you're aged over 70. So if someone's over 70 and um, they'll qualify for the full medical card if their gross income is not more than €550 a week if they're single or not more than uh, €1,050 a week for a couple. And I suppose an important thing just to remember is that the assessment of a couple for the medical card purposes is based on the age of the older person. So... So if, if there's a couple and one of them is aged over 70 and the other could be 60 for argument's sake, they'll both qualify for a medical card um, if their combined gross income is one thousand and is under the 1,050 oh, right, euros a week. Uh, and, but it's important, it's, it's the person who's over 70 needs to apply. Okay, okay. And of course, that all came in. We remembered the grey vote when they tried to That's take right. the medical card away from over 70. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now yeah. you mentioned earlier discretionary medical card. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, now this is important. So if your income is above the limit um, and someone may still be able to get a medical card depending on their circumstances, particularly if their circumstances would result in financial hardship without one. So as I said, that's called a discretionary medical card. Now the application process for the discretionary medical card, it's the same as the means-tested medical card. So you fill out the same form but one should also include a medical report and information about uh, your family's medical expenses in the application. Now, there is a standard medical report template form which your uh, GP can fill in, and you can download that off the HSE website. And I suppose the thing about the discretionary medical card, they're issued for a specific time frame, and that time frame will depend on your circumstances. But again, it, you know, so it, it's important that people are aware of that, that if they think their income will be above it, but there are particular financial hardships in the family they should apply under those Yeah, and and people who get a cancer diagnosis, many of those are entitled to a discretionary medical card. 
Depends, yeah. And there, yeah. In, in certain circumstances, there can be. And again, there's also um, there's also what's called the emergency medical card. Uh, and like there are some emergency situations where you can get help outside of the normal medical card application process. And that, that you can get an emergency medical card in a situation where somebody has a terminal illness and they've been told that they have 24 months or less to live or if they're receiving end-of-life treatment or they need urgent ongoing care and urgently need a medical card. So oh, in those circumstances, yeah. they, can, they can be assessed for an emergency medical card. Yeah, and I know you're a great advocate to people to apply, you know. If, Absolutely, you know, we would people, always say yeah, do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, apply. Okay, so that's the medical card. Now, there is another card that got introduced a, a number of years ago, and this is the GP visit only card. Can you explain that to us? Yeah, so if someone's, uh, if you're not eligible for a medical card, you may be eligible for a GP visit card. Now, that allows you to visit a participating family doctor uh, for free. Um, now, however, in, with the GP visit card, prescribed drugs are not free. And um, now the GP visit card does cover visits to GP out service services out of our services, so if someone had to use Southdoc or whatever, it will cover them. And blood tests to diagnose or monitor a condition are covered. So, it, But it has more limited cover the GP visit card. Okay, and who can get a GP visit card? So I suppose all children under the age of six can get a GP visit card. And if someone's in receipt of carer's benefit or carer's allowance at the full or half rate, you're eligible for a, a GP visit card also. Um, it's available to everyone aged over 70 without any income tests. And if you're aged under 70, it, it is means tested. That is, your income is assessed by the HSE as part of the application process. So again, I would encourage people to contact their local Citizens Information Centre for more detailed information about the means test. Um, and again, in order to qualify for a GP visa card, you must meet the eligibility rules and you must be ordinary resident in Ireland. So again, that, that is, you must have been or intend to be living in Ireland for at least one year. Okay, so where do you get the forms? How do you apply for a medical card to our GP visit card? Okay, so there is the one application form for the for the medical card and GP visit card. So, and I think generally when they are assessing, they look to see if someone has, you know, is entitled to the full medical card. If not, then they'll see if they're eligible for a GP visit card. So you can apply online for the medical card. On there's the um, mymedicalcard.ie. It's the HSE website and that's the quickest way of getting the card now alternatively you can download a medical um, card application form from the the HSE website or you can pop into your local citizens information center and we have the forms here and we can assist people to complete them and then what happens you return the form to the the, it's a a central address for them all it's in Dublin it's a client registration unit so you then you return the form with, along with any documentation or the documents they require. Um, if you're doing it online, you can upload photos, scans or photocopies of the original documents um, specified in the form. So it's, you know, uh, and then again, obviously, when you when you have put in your application, you can track the progress online uh, of your on, to online. See, to see yeah. how it's going. OK. Yeah. But as I said, if anyone needs help or needs to come in, they can get a form from us or we can help them fill it out if they need it. Now, prescription costs can be expensive for some people. Are there any schemes uh, to help people there? So, um, yeah, there are a few schemes. So if you have a medical condition 
that's covered by a scheme called the Long-Term Illness Scheme. You can get free drugs, medicines and medical and surgical appliances for the treatment of that condition. So that scheme does not depend on your income or other circumstances. um, And you could also be eligible for a medical card or GP visit card, depending on your circumstances. Now, with the Long-Term Illness Scheme, there is a specific number of medical conditions covered by the scheme, and there are numbers, about 16 named conditions. I suppose some of the more common ones that um, would be things like diabetes, epilepsy, uh, Parkinsonism, all of those are covered, along with a number of other um, conditions. And uh, you can get the full list of the conditions from the HSC office or from your local CIC. But if you have one of those conditions and you get the long-term illness schemes, it means any drugs or anything relating to that condition, there's no charge. Now, um, there's also a scheme called the Drug Payment Scheme, and that's for people who don't have a medical card. Uh, now, under that, you and your family, you only have to pay a maximum of €80 Euro each month for approved uh, drugs and medicines and, and certain appliances. Again, after you register for the scheme, what happens, they'll send you out a plastic swipe card for each person named on, this, on the form. And then you should show this card whenever you collect your medication from the pharmacy. Now, it would be important that you use the same pharmacy in a month to avoid paying more than the maximum 80 euros. Yeah. Do you have to register with a particular pharmacy for that? No, you don't have to register with a pharmacy. And if a situation arises, say, where you end up, for practical reasons, using two or more pharmacies in a month, now, in that situation, you may end up spending over the maximum threshold of 80 euros. But if that happens, you can then apply for a refund of the amount you spend above the okay. euros. Okay. So again, if someone contacts us, we'd print off the refund claim form for you. And obviously, if someone has a receipt, that'll, that'll help. Yeah. And then if you, God forbid, you end up needing to go to a hospital, what, what, what's the hospital charges? This is now for people without a medical card. Well, actually, I suppose some of the good news is that the public inpatient and day service fees, they were abolished on the 17th of April this year. So that was kind of a positive development. So that basically means that the daily charge for staying in hospital no longer applies. Now, however, if you do, if you attend an emergency department without being referred there by a GP, there is a charge of 100 euros. Now, there is no charge if you're referred by your GP. Therefore, it's important that you bring your referral letter with you. Um, and there is a charge to attend an injury unit um, that's 75 euro. Uh, so again, as with the emergency department, you don't have to pay the charge if you have a medical card or if you have a referral letter from a GP. Over the summer now, many people will be travelling uh, abroad. Is there any cover uh, that if you fall ill while away? Okay, well, like I suppose a really important time to highlight the European Health Insurance Card, which is that allows you to access uh, public health care in another EU state for free or at a reduced rate. Now, um, you can use it when you're applying, when you're traveling abroad, so to another EU country. And the, each family member needs their own card. This is the old e- E111s that we used to always yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I suppose, look, it's... it's uh, it's really important. Anybody who's travelling to another EU country, it would be really important to make sure they had that with them. I've, I have to say, I used it. We were travelling with uh, Marsha, my special needs daughter, when we were in Spain, and uh, we had to use it. And it, the service was fantastic. I mean, it was really yeah. fantastic. All free, just showed the card, uh, and that was it. And down to we yeah. even got the meds that, that, that she needed. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, how does somebody get one of those cards? 
Yeah, so as you said, Patricia, it's free. So that's the important thing. And you you apply to your local HSE, local health office. Or again, you can complete um, an application form which you which you can submit by post. So if you already have a card and you want to renew it, you can do it online. Uh, and you can also apply online if you have a medical card or a drug payment scheme card. Uh, otherwise, you can fill out a paper form. So if you contact your local CSC, we'll provide you with a form. And then once you get the card, it lasts for four years. OK. And if somebody travels and they didn't get the card before they go, what happens? Okay, so if you don't have um, have it already, you can get a temporary replacement certificate. So this cert gives you the same entitlement as the car, but for a shorter period. So you can apply online for that or in person or by post to your local health office. Um, now, you can only get receive a temporary replacement cert for yourself. So again, if you check with your local CIC for further information. Okay, as always on our monthly uh, slot and huge amount of information uh, there. What should people uh, do if they want more information on anything we've spoken about? Again, I suppose, look, this has been a whistle-stop tour through <laughs> it. So I would really encourage people, if they'd like more information about any of the issues I've covered Basically, they can call into their local citizens information centre or 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 ring us, and then what we'll do is we'll look at your discuss your current circumstances with you and make you aware how the various schemes apply to your personal circumstances. And I suppose, look, just to stress again, Patricia, our service is free and confidential. It's there for the community, and and you know we just encourage people to 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 use it. So they can uh, ring us here in Bantry on zero eight one eight zero seven. 8390 or the Mallow office on 0818078000. So, and look, if you go onto our website, citizensinformation.ie, and it has, in, it has information about all the, diff- the opening hours of different centres as well. It, it so, is a mine of information yeah. and always up to date, I have to say that. Listen, Anne, a pleasure as always. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Patricia. Good morning to you. Anne O'Donovan, Development Manager with the South Munster Citizens Information Service that covers the West Cork area and she's based in Bantry.